Hi everybody, what is up? I am going to be doing a overview, review, breakdown, recap, whatever you want to call it, of season 5, episode 1 of 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After. Uh, we've got some new couples, we've got some seasoned veterans on this season, so let's just get right into it. Alright, so we start off with Colt, and we're picking up where Colt and Larissa's story kind of left off with... Alright, so we start off with Colt, and we kind of are where Colt and Larissa end off with Colt's third charge of domestic violence against Larissa, and they got separated. So we start out with Colt working out in his garage, and in comes Mama Debbie. They begin to have a conversation about him dating, and she says that uh, she doesn't want him to be dating again yet, that she doesn't think that he's ready, and I agree with her. I mean, him and Larissa broke up not too long ago, but Colt, Colt, uh... I don't think Colt could really be on his own. I mean, he's relied on his mom for all 34 of these years, so I think now that once he's had the taste of being married, uh, he doesn't want to not have that. So, um, basically, that scene kind of ends after they talk about him not, about Mama Debbie not wanting him to date, and then it cuts to a shower scene, nothing that any of us ever asked for, but we got, thank you TLC, um, of Colt, and with a little voiceover of him talking about the fact that he is already dating and Mama Debbie doesn't really know about it. So once we're able to get past that scene, seeing more of Colt's surface area than I ever intended on seeing, um, we cut to Colt talking to Mama Debbie, telling her that he is going to Chicago and he says that he's just going to meet friends where I don't know why he thinks he can get away with this. Debbie and all of us know he has no friends so I don't know what he expects. Mama Debbie is not dumb and Mama Debbie is nosy and he lives with Mama Debbie. Debbie is going to find out why he's going to Chicago, I am sure. But he's going to Chicago to see Jess, his new girl. She is also Brazilian and she's an au pair here currently and that is why she's in America. So that's kind of what Colt is up to next is him planning his trip to Chicago. And finally... The last bits that we see of Colt is him getting to Chicago, meeting Jess. Jess is much, much, much too cute for him. They go and meet in a really dark, dingy bar that's quite loud. I don't know why this seemed to be the best choice um, for their meet, but they go back and forth with this really awkward banter. Colt just does not know how to talk to women. I don't know how he got a wife because he clearly has absolutely no game. And what makes it worse is I feel like he believes he does. Um, but Jess, I don't know what she is doing. But, um, you know, she's she's taking the bait for some reason or another. Their chemistry is just strange. And when Colt was talking about her in the first place earlier on in the episode, all he really brings up is these physical things that he likes about her. The only thing in any way that has to do with her personality is he says that she also likes cats, and that is a plus because him and Mama Debbie have got handfuls of them. However, I mean, you know, if that's what Colt needs in a wife, then sure, but that's about all he really said on her personality-wise, but... Um, they're talking and he's saying how he needs, or she is saying how people in Brazil, you know, are more open to intimate things on the first date and Colt is all for it. Colt, Colt is loving it. Colt is McDonald's McLovin' it. He is in love with that. So then he flat out just asks her, 
for sex, I mean, kudos for being direct, I guess, but he is just meeting her and and just expects that. Also, not to mention, he does say that he had 15 cats at one point. That's just another note to make. And we end the night off real, real great with a nice little nasty taxi makeout. Um, uh, they better have tipped that taxi driver heavy. Anyways, um, and it basically just leads into a conversation where he tells Jess that he didn't tell his mom about her, that he says that he just went to go visit friends, and he talks about he's that he's being careful because of Larissa, and Jess does not seem to be happy about this being called just his friend. And that's about all that we see for them for the first episode. Okay, so now we can get into Larissa, who is the other half to this relationship that we had of Colt and Larissa. So we start out with a scene of Larissa, and it looks as if she has the job of a janitor. Not a very good janitor, clearly, because all she does is spray the toilet and walk away. And she says that she's just very sensitive to poopy and to pee and pukey. You know how she is, adding her E's at the end of every single word. But then we find out that it is just part of her community service from her charges that she's been getting. And then it leads into her having a confessional where she talks about that she's got lots of surgery and Botox, plastic surgery. Um, I'd like to know where the money came from for that. But she says that she's gotten her butt done, she's gotten her nose done, she's gotten lip filler, Botox, that's about that's about what I remember. And after her confessional of all her surgeries, she goes and hangs out with some of her friends by the pool and tells them that she has broken up with Eric, who was her boyfriend. And I want to make a quick note. This man has only appeared on the one tell-all from the last previous season because he was her boyfriend at the time. And he's $150 on Cameo. I found this out the other day when I was on Cameo. Uh, I don't know who gave him the right, who uh, hyped him up, who got made his head be that big that he thinks that he is worth $150 on Cameo. But besides the point, she basically tells her friends that they broke up because um, he didn't have sex with her. Uh, interesting, you know, that's about it. There's more... Uh, kind of sex talk there's talk about cult and um what he has and that conversation is just one I don't even want to get into even here even when I'm just technically talking to myself at this current moment that's something I don't want to dive into but her friend is taught her friend that's talking to her has been engaged 13 times so I'm taking anything that this friend says out the window like anything it doesn't matter because she has been engaged 13 times and now you know i'm not one to judge except i am on this podcast but 13 times you know that's that's a lot that's a lot i don't even have 13 friends anyways basically larissa then tells him that colt has canceled her green card and that's about all that we get from larissa for this current episode how besides the fact that there was a scene where she asked her dad for some money and that's about it though that's about all that we see but in the preview which i also forgot to mention this the preview at the beginning of the episode for the whole season we see a scene where jess is throwing some sort of glass or something at colt and then at the end of the episode in the preview we see a scene of larissa meeting up with jess now is there some facebook group of green card wanting brazilians or what i don't know how they know each other especially because jess doesn't even live in las vegas but they somehow know each other and they meet up and larissa seems to be wanting to tell jess you know her truth about colt and i think that that's why 
Then there's the scenes of just throwing something at Colt. My guess is those two scenes have correlation, but that's about all that we get from Larissa for this episode. All right, the next couple to get into is Kalani and Asuelu, and I gotta be honest, they're gonna be my relief this season. No matter what happens with them, I'm going to like them more than almost every single one of these couples. I just, I love them. There's something about them. A lot of people seem to not like them, at least what I've seen on social media, but I love them. I don't know. Um, but so it starts with, uh, Asuelu at his job. It seems as if he's giving out free samples of frozen yogurt. Well, it is what he is doing. And then he gets picked up by Kalani at the end of the day. And my favorite part of this episode, Kalani's just asking him about what he did at his work today. And he was saying he gave out free samples. She asked if he had tried any. And he said, yes, he liked the chocolate. And he hoped it didn't give him diarrhea. And boy, one, did I laugh. And two, did I relate. I understand. I understand Asuelu um, far too well. Um, But then they pull up to their house and Asuelu doesn't help her get Oliver or Kennedy, their two sons, out of the car. He just gets up and gets out and gets goes into the house and makes her do it on her own. And I don't think that he did this purposefully. I don't think he was trying to be a douche. I don't think he was doing anything like that. I think he is just clueless. And he's still very young. And obviously, I don't want to just make excuses for him. I don't think that it was right. I think he needs to step up as a father. However, I don't think he was doing it intentionally. But that seems to be kind of their main point this season is that um, Asuelu needs to step up more. That's kind of what Kalani was talking about. But she was saying how her parents have moved in, which has helped out a lot. But Asuelu seems to not be super fond about her parents moving in. But she was happy about it because it's the extra help. She was explaining that Asuelu, pretty much all that he does um, when he comes home from work is either goes and plays volleyball or goes and plays video games. And he was explaining to her that his volleyball league or team or whatever is kind of his way to meet friends in America. But Kalani was telling him that still doesn't leave her any room to really go out and meet people and have fun because she's at home taking care of the kids. So that's kind of seems to be what they're going to cover with them this season. That's about all that we get and Besides, Kalani basically explains that she also just wants, you know, more alone time between the two of them and stuff, and Asuelu seems to not be caring as much and not feel like they really need that as much as Kalani feels that. And the only other thing to really note is in the preview, it shows a scene of Kalani being really upset and saying that she wished she would have paid attention to his actions rather than listening to his words. And then it shows Asuelu leaving with a suitcase of sorts. So I don't really know all the details behind that, but that's really all we got from them. Um, I still love them. I still, you know, think that they're a good couple, but, um, that's about it. All right. So next up we have Elizabeth and Andre and we start with the scene where it seems like Andre has finally actually gotten a job. That seems to be the issue between the two of them throughout, um, all seasons that they've been on that Andre says he'll get a job or he kind of grabs hold onto a job and then he doesn't have one, but he wants to be the provider. He wants to be the man of the house. However, He's not really doing any of the things that would cover or constitute the typical man of the house, in quotes, um, construct or position. But we see him. It looks like he's mounting a TV. It seems like maybe he has gotten a job in, you know, um, handiwork like he was wanting to. However, then it pans out and you see him with Eleanor and he is just mounting a TV inside of their home. Eleanor is their daughter, who is about eight months old, I believe is what Elizabeth said. And Andre talks about that he just 
is focusing now on being a, in quotes, homestay dad, which, again, I have no issue with someone who's a stay-at-home dad, but I feel as though that's just an excuse for Andre to not go and get a job because he was never really like that before, and, he, you know, he he's just made excuses before, so it's a pattern for me to expect that from him still. But the next scenes that kind of come about is them getting ready to go to Elizabeth's, father, Elizabeth's father's house for his birthday, and they're talk about how they're always late and then it shows her family at the party already talking about them being late and then elizabeth and andre showing up late and her sisters automatically you know turn into they turn into the catty white women that they are and become passive aggressive immediately andre becomes andre automatically and they just go at each other they automatically go at each other the sisters make comments about them being late andre makes comments about how no one tried to serve him food besides his wife and the sisters are like well if you would have shown up on time i feel like these sisters so badly want to be the kardashians and they are not they are not the kardashians and they just they want that that's what they want and they just make drama this is not keeping up with the kardashian sweetheart this is 90 day fiance i don't want to hear it they are annoying Andre's annoying just they're bickering back and forth it's the exact same thing I feel like I'm watching a rerun every single time I hear them argue but to be fair Andre then invites all of them to their wedding in Moldova however Elizabeth has no knowledge of this wedding in Moldova actually happening they've talked about it however no solid plans have been made except for an Andre's head it seems because he tells her no no we we have plans we're doing it in the next month or so and Elizabeth is like where's the money for this when did this even occur how how is this happening Andre wants all of this to happen because his daughter has not met any of his family besides his father and they need to get her christened in the church and he's promised his family that they would have a wedding in Moldova and none of this has happened but now he's just expecting money to fall out of his ass or something or fall out of elizabeth's ass or her dad's ass i don't know to fall out of the sky somehow and pay for this wedding he says that because he paid for their wedding here then elizabeth's dad should be paying for their wedding in moldova however elizabeth's dad was also paying for their house for a lot of this time so it kind of creates a weird middle ground and he's expecting elizabeth to ask her dad for the money but he's the one who's wanting all of this so badly so that's kind of their main conflict of this episode that's about all that we got however we see in the preview that they do end up going to moldova and something bad happens there's not a lot of context besides andre basically just talking about something bad going on and we see a Chantel and pedro type of fight um between andre and elizabeth's brother so we've got a river pedro type of situation which i think will be real intriguing to see and now last but certainly not least we have angela and michael we start out with a scene of angela with her daughter skyla in a twerking class um i can say that's not what i expected for sure but i am not shocked um it was a it was a you know it was a scene it was a scene um i think i would rather see that scene than the scene of colt in the shower or the entire dialogue that he had with jess once again but not a hard choice or it's i mean it's you know it's that's not saying much however you know i i love to see angela back instead of having to see baby girl lisa once more because angela's the original angela you know Angela has her has her things, but I love Angela more. So, anyways, um, she looks very beautiful in the shot of her posing. It, at least as beautiful as Angela can look. 
um, where it just shows her name, where she's from, all that sort of thing. Angela actually looks quite good. Uh, you know, she freshened up a bit and she's finally now willing to get married in Nigeria. That was something she did not want to do at first. And she wants Skyla to come with her and be the witness. And so she's having a conversation with Skyla about that. And Skyla does not want to because she's still really weary about the relationship. And the next scenes that you see with Angela, she's finally got a new house that fits all of the grandkids plus her mom and Skyla a lot better. Uh, in the last seasons, she had a pretty small house, when she, but she has all six of her grandkids living with her, her sick mom, and her daughter Skyla living with her. Um, and it shows Angela smoking cigarettes inside of the home. I guess that's a nice way to christen it. Um, you know, I guess that's her version of a incense. Sure. If that's what flows Angela's boat, I mean, I'm not shocked once more. But she is on the phone with Michael now. She's talking to Michael, telling him that she has her period. And she wants a baby. She wants to keep Michael around. She knows Michael wants a baby. So this is kind of a good sign for her. But she hasn't had one in two years. You know, she's really holding on to the fact that she's still got her, like, one egg left in her from previous seasons uh, that she's talked about. You know, so that's kind of... That's kind of what she was talking to Michael about. And then, classic Angela, Michael has two phones, and she hears a call coming from his second phone that is a ringtone she is not familiar with. This makes Angela freak out. She's like, why is there a ringtone going off on your phone? Who is that? Why would there be a, you know, just just very upset at Michael. She doesn't really know why. Because she's like, well, here there's only ring special ringtones for people when you know, you want to know that they're calling you or it's someone special and all this stuff and just getting super mad at him. He ends up telling her that it's a carpenter trying to get in touch with his brother. I don't know. Michael's known to lie. So who really knows if that's the truth or not? But that's what he tells her. And that's about all that we get with Angela and Michael so far. We see that her mom is not in great shape. And I do know now that her mom has passed away. So rest in peace to uh, Mama Angela or Grandma Angela grandma deem i think that's angela's last name um but yeah in the preview we basically just see that she's gone to back to nigeria i don't know much else besides that so i guess we'll see what happens between the two of them so that about wraps it up with all of the couples we've seen so far the two couples that we haven't seen thus far is sinjin and tanya and karini and paul and so they're probably going to be covered in the next episode or so and we'll see what happens with them once they kind of get covered but that's about all that we've seen for this episode thus far um thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed and please stick around and listen to more episodes any upcoming episodes any previous episodes i would love that so yes please just stick around thank you so so much for listening and have a great rest of your day